one was on purpose. Oh my god. No, they're all on purpose. Oh, that's not all been on purpose. Not been anyone, so we're not on purpose. No, no, no. All uh, right. Hi, I'm Karen. And I'm Lauren. And this is Downstage Left, a uh, theater podcast where we talk a little, laugh a lot, and know nothing. <laughs> this is just all true things. Sure. Super true today. So, especially today. Uh, I have not said which, usually Lauren and I talk a little bit before about like what the show is, like what show we're going to do, and we maybe look at it, but I have not. Uh, I'm like anything. ready. So yeah, here's the thing. Sometimes we both have like the sources open so yeah. we can like look at them and stuff. But because you didn't tell me what we're doing, I've just closed my laptop <laughs> and I'm just going to like go along on I like this it. journey together. I think that's <laughs> fine. Uh, we're today. Uh, so here's the thing. We, we ended our quest for Betsy Wolf notice uh, us. Darn and it. here's the thing. She still might. We don't know. But it was not as successful as the Cross Carrie Butler. Yeah. Thank you, Carrie Butler. Still a queen. Um, Carrie Butler. So today I'm starting a new quest. Uh, today we're going to get Sierra Bagas to oh, notice us. Oh damn, Sierra! Sorry. <laughs> Here's the thing: at some point, I might go after some male stars, I guess. But for no. now, I'm not. Um, well, in a way, where we will. Yeah. Uh, I have a few that I might like, but I'm not. That's not really my thing sure, on this it's podcast. My thing. It's that's all your good. thing. It's my thing. But I have a few that I would like for us to notice. Sure, us just because we'll, we'll I work respect the hell out of them. Uh, so today in our first, so here's the thing: Sierra Bagas, uh, like star of the stage. Uh, mm-hmm. We have done. We have actually deep dived two show, shows she's been in, which is Phantom of the Opera, and also uh, Love Never Dies. Yeah. So she, those are my favorite episodes. Sure. (laughs) She's, she's probably one of the better known Christine's, Mm -hmm. uh, just because she did the Royal Albert Hall 25th anniversary. Uh, she's like real good pals with Andrew Lloyd Webber and has done a bunch of stuff for him. But, uh, those are two shows that we have talked about. So if you're trying to imagine it, she played Christine in both. Um, that's kind of how she got discovered. Uh, also for that, she was playing Christine and Phantom in Las Vegas. Uh-huh. And so she kind of got that, and that's how she ended up kind of doing this other stuff. But today, we are doing a show that she was in called It Should Have Been You. Okay. No, I, Do you know it? Have you ever heard of it? I don't think so. It's a small show that it did not run very long, um, but I there is, again, we the show, as a disclaimer, does not support the use of bootlegs. There's a bootleg on YouTube for, <laughs> of it. It's, I was I don't like, know. "What disclaimer are sure. you about to I don't throw know, out?" Right I don't now. know if it's still there, but it's if you if it is, watch it because this is like a really funny show in which, um, and we'll get to it. And spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. There's a twist that oh. I did not see coming at all, oh, uh, and it was very, very good. So should I should I make some predictions? Sure. What is this, what do you think is going to happen? Uh, okay. Sure. I, this is sometimes fun when Lauren doesn't know. I don't know the thing. Um. I'm going to try three because okay. magic theater rule three. This show is a jukebox. This show um, involves, oh, I don't know now. Um, this show involves some kind of magic. Okay. Uh, and this show, the twist is not romantic. Those are my You're wrong on all three. I, that's a- <laughs> Yeah, here's the thing. I thought so. Yep. Um, and that's fine. Yep. That's okay. So here that's we cool. go. Uh, a little background. Uh, it had two out-of-town runs. Uh, David Hyde Pierce was direct, direct, actually directed it. Um, but it had an out-of-town run in New Jersey and Washington and then transferred to Broadway uh, with previews beginning March 17th and official opening of April 14th, both 2015. Oh, cool. Uh, continued to be directed by David Hyde Pierce, choreographed okay. by Josh Rhodes, uh, and, uh, let's see. Apparently not, not a oh, jukebox. <laughs> Barbara Anselmi 
did the music and Brian Hargrove did the book, the lyrics and book. David Hyde Pierce directed. And um, we know nothing. Sure, we know nothing. It ran for 31 previews and 135 regular performances. So, like, a nice little run. Yeah. Um, and it, it, I don't I don't think this one, it was, it's a small, small show. So, I was it was say, never going to run. it's a small cast. It was. And yeah. it, it was at the Brooks Atkins, uh, Atkinson Theater, which okay. is where Waitress was. It was never meant to be. That's like a littler theater. Yeah, it was yeah. never meant. I don't think it was going to be like, oh, this is our 30th year. But it's a very <laughs> cute show. Uh, some notable people in it, and we'll talk about Tyne Daly, oh. Chip Zion, who, oh, uh, if you know him, him from Into the Woods, he was the, the, one of the original bakers, oh, um, Harriet Harris, Lisa Howard, David Burka, uh, Montego Glover, and Josh Grissetti, okay. um, and some and some other people as well. Um, but it is, uh, so yeah, not, it's an original musical with original music. Sorry, not um, a jukebox, damn it. Sure, we're gonna get right. My point number one. Here's sure. the thing, I almost said the twist was romantic, but I was like, that's too easy. No, so no, I no, said but, it's he, but it's, it's in an interesting way, so. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, we're gonna start. Okay, here uh, we go. At the St. George Hotel, it is the morning of Rebecca Steinberg and Brian Howard's wedding. So, uh, Rebecca is played by Sierra Bogus and, um... Uh, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> sorry, got, 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 sorry. <laughs> Rebecca is played by Sierra Bagas, and uh, Brian is played by David Burka. Okay. If you don't know David Burka, he's um, Neil Patrick Harris's husband. Oh, okay, okay. He's done some other stuff. Peripherally, yep. like yep. He's familiar. done some other things, but he maybe best known for that. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry to, to reduce you to like you know Neil Patrick Harris' wife, but yeah, that's, um, that's a sad time. But also, thank you for like now. Well, I have now a face. you've given some context. Yeah. So anyway. Um, Rebecca Steinberg and Brian Howard are getting married. Obviously, Steinberg, I believe Jewish. Brian Howard, sort of a white name. Sounds like it. Like yeah. a white, ca- you know, kind of Protestant name. Um, and that's important later. Jenny, okay, I was going to say, are we just profiling no, no. people? Yeah. Jenny, Rebecca's sister, who played by Lisa Howard, talks of her nerves before the wedding and how glad she is that she isn't the one having to have all the problems of a bride. I never wanted this. Judy and Murray are Jenny and Rebecca's parents. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Um... Judy, an overbearing, talkative Jewish mother, barks commands at Jenny to make sure things are organized. Um, Judy is played by Tyne Daly. Chip Zion plays the dad. Oh, love it. Yep. Um, while trying to keep things together, Jenny accidentally calls Rebecca's ex, Marty, and lets it slip that the wedding is taking place that day. <gasps> Marty is convinced that it is a sign that he needs to stop the wedding and oh. talk Rebecca out of it. No, Marty. He rushes to the hotel. No, Marty, don't do the thing. Don't. The bride and groom share their mutual excitement and fears this day opening. Things go well with a few a few comedic missteps, including the visible impact of the wedding on the groom's mother, Georgette, who doesn't want to lose her son to another woman. So sort of that typical overbearing um like mother mm. played by Harriet Harris. Yeah. And Harriet Harris is a amazing comedic oh, actress so in funny. this way. She's very, very funny. Um and uh Yes, just a very, just very, very funny. Um, the dad is George and Georgette Howard. <laughs> Stop sure. it. So it played by Mark Michael X. Martin. Um, oh so that's God. very funny. Um, George okay, and Georgette. sure. George and Georgette, like the most white Protestant that's names of all precious. time. And I lo- like whoever came up with that was like, yeah, we're doing it. Exactly, exactly. Oh, that's so, so funny. Um, so the mom is overbearing, doesn't want to lose uh, her son to another ma- uh, another woman. When things seem to settle. The best man, Greg, comes in and announces that Rebecca wants to stop the wedding. Jenny rushes to her side, and Rebecca says that there's a smudge on her wedding dress. It must be a sign. Um, oh. Sure. Right, exactly, sure. Sure. Um, That's 
Greg is played by Nick Spangler, who would also go on to play. He's in a bunch of stuff, too. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Sorry, scrolling back here. Um, So, throughout the um, show, too, like, there's these main characters. So, it's basically the main, the two people getting married, their families, including a sister, including the best man. Okay. And then Marty, the ex. And then throughout that, there's a lot of really good, there's a wedding plan, like, the concierge kind of wedding planner. We'll talk about him in a minute. And then, like, staff, hotel staff that kind of comes in and out. which okay. is And they play, they're a lot of the comedy. It's very good. Great. Love that. So, oh, and then Annie, who's played by uh, Montego Glover, uh, is the co-maid of honor with Jenny, the sister, tries to talk her along with Brian and Greg, tries to talk to her until Brian insinuates that Annie has been too controlling over the wedding. Oh. That triggers something in Annie, and she rushes off with Greg and, Bri- with Greg and Brian immediately rushing after her to apologize. Jenny once again smooths over the situation by getting the stain out of the dress. Rebecca and Jenny sing about how much they admire each other, both seeing qualities in the other that they respect. Perfect. On the other side of the hotel, Marty arrives and is instantly spotted by Murray, who expresses his joy overseeing him uh, before see- overseeing him again. Murray admits that he wishes it were Marty marrying Rebecca <gasps> instead of Brian. Oh, no. He is joined by Judy, the drunken Uncle Morty, and the flirtatious Aunt Sheila, who all echo the sentiment, it should have been you. Titles. I see it. I see it. Uh, also, first of all, Uncle Drunken Uncle Morty is hilarious, and also Flirty Aunt Sheila is also very funny. I That's my new dream role. I don't know anything flirty about Aunt it, Sheila. but Flirty Aunt Sheila sure. is my new dream role. Played Aunt, by Anne L. Nathan and Uncle Morty's Adam Heller. Amazing. Yeah, I love I love the idea of, like, he's drunk, she's a little flirty because yep. he's too drunk to pay attention to her. Like, fine, it's, hilarious. It's, I love it's it. It's very fun. That's very uh, funny. So... Uh, it should have been you. When Jenny sees Marty, she tries to get him to leave. However, Marty appeals to their longtime friendship oh. and all the times that he has been there for her. Oh, Jenny reminisces oh, with him, and it's revealed they did get together, but it. for some reason, Marty stopped calling her, and she never knew why, in a song called Who. She reluctantly agrees to give him only a few short minutes with Rebecca. Meanwhile, Brian is having a few moments with George, his father, George says that now that Brian is getting married, he wants to have a closer relationship with him, something he and his father never had back in the day. Um, it's a very funny song because it's two white like men who don't express their feelings trying to be like, <laughs> I, I would like to be with you. you know. Oh, that's cute. He also gives Brian a prenup and tells him to consider signing it before the wedding, <gasps> completely oh. unaware that Marty is hiding behind a plant and has heard their conversation. <laughs> The comedy of, like, a grown adult, like, hiding Hiding behind behind a a ficus or whatever nonsense. (laughs) Uh, The bridal party gets their hair and makeup done, and tensions between the conservative Christian Georgette Uh and open Jewish Judy are running high. It's a very funny scene. Sure. A very, very, very funny scene. Uh, Rebecca and Jenny beg Judy to be polite, which is also very funny, because Time Daily delivers these great lines where she's like, what do you mean? What? I'm always polite. Like, <laughs> and they're like, no, no, no. But, you, know, you are you not. Know, you can be. She's like, what do you mean? Like, it's just, it's really good. Um, after Georgette, assuming a cheerful tone, takes a few backhanded jabs at her, Uh-oh. Judy emulates her demeanor to hurl shots back at her, including pointing out Georgette's latest facelift in a song called Nice. It's very funny oh, because damn. Harriet Harris, hilarious, Tyne Daly, it's these two women, and it is that back end, like, well, your face looks pretty great for, you know, a woman mm. of your age. Like, it's yeah. those kind of, but they just go back and forth. It's oh. such a funny, funny scene. Um, it's pretty great. I love it. I feel like I want to use it for, like, a scene study. Like, this is it. Yes. It's two women yes. being hilarious. It's great. Um, it. And it's a fun song. Um, 
Marty arrives and throws everything into disarray when he announces the plans for the prenuptial agreement. Rebecca is shocked and runs off. Everyone goes to find her. Jenny starts panicking that the wedding will be over before it's begun. She is reassured by Albert, the wedding planner, that all will be well. And Albert is played by um, Edward Hibbert. Um, if you saw a picture of him, you would know him. He's like another kind of famousy kind of actor. Okay. Um, he's very, very funny because he's kind of he's like just kind of keeps weaving in and out. Like I've brought this thing, we fixed it. <laughs> like, it, but he's so he's kind of in a fun way, like a little all knowing. Um, but it's like it's obviously very, very funny. So uh, everyone goes to find her. Uh, Albert, oh yeah, I do know yes. him. Sorry, See, he's he's very familiar. Albert uh, is like the, it's going fine. You'll be fine. He shares stories of all the weddings he's been involved in, pointing out that nothing has ever shocked him or prevented the ceremony from taking place, including that a wedding, uh, including that a wedding day prenuptial agreement is not legally binding. So, and it's a song called Albert's Turn. But he basically he's like nothing has ever shocked me. I've seen it all. Yeah, everything is going to be fine. Uh, Brian tries to confide in Georgette and tells her that he owes everything he has achieved in his life to her. So a real mother, or sorry, a real mother-son yeah. kind of moment. Uh, as he leaves, George Georgette laments losing her son to another woman and wishes he had turned out gay or at least waited until after she died to find someone. Listen. And she sings a song called Where Did I Go Wrong? I hate that. Uh, first of all, what? <laughs> sure, it's real creepy. It's That's, real mommy dears kind of Here's the thing. Vibes. I don't, I, this trope happens a lot in like media and everywhere. I. Oh, sure. Bye bye birdie. It's so gross and weird. And yep. I, I know you're supposed to feel that way, but like, sure. bro, it's. Creepy. Well, it's bye bye birdie. It's, it is, bye you know, bye it's yeah. uh, it's it's that. It's you're right. It's a very common trope. It's just um, weird. Cause I mean, here's the thing. It's common for a reason. I feel like I believe like where like it's because people do this in their real life, and that's gross and weird. Also, sure. so if you have sons, let them be free because they don't want to be your husband. Continue. It's <laughs> you, just weird. You, you heard it here first. It's um, weird. <laughs> I okay. hate it. Everyone is still searching for Rebecca. They think she has left, but Albert appears with Rebecca dressed, made up, and ready to walk down the aisle. Again, Albert, wedding planner, got it. Albert's on board, man. Judy and Murray admire her, and Judy tells Jenny to go get dressed. As she goes into the bathroom, Judy compliments Rebecca on how stunning she looks before saying she wishes Jenny had found someone. Hmm. Uh, Judy suggests that it would be easier for Jenny to find someone if she lost weight. (gasps) No. Sure. In a real, I don't know, like Jewish mother stereotype maybe kind of way, and also just how sometimes mothers are with daughters, um... It and it's and it's meant to be a moment where you're like, Ugh. oh, good, because I had that literally just now where yep. I went, Ugh. yep, yep, yep. No, no one is like, great. Um, Re- uh, Rebecca retorts that isn't fair, it's as not. Jenny has had a wonderful life and has done great things. Yeah. Uh, Jenny it. hears this conversation as she exits the bathroom and is embarrassed. Oh. Everyone else leaves, and Jenny finishes dressing. As she does this, she expresses her frustration that even though she views herself as a truly beautiful and valuable person, she struggles to find people that view her as more than sort of pretty, kind of sexy, or just nice Ugh. in a song called Beautiful. And it's gorgeous. Oh, it's one of it those up. it's one of those gorgeous songs and Lisa Howard to her credit does an amazing like I'm you sure. just feel all the things she's feeling. It's very 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 good. Um outside the cathedral Marty shows up one more time to try to convince Rebecca to call off the wedding. Rebecca considers it, but Jenny steps in and tells him to let Rebecca go and be happy. Marty reluctantly agrees, and the wedding goes ahead. All right, Marty. Thank you for agreeing. I don't like where this is going, because we have 
We have a lot of act to get to, and I'm trying really hard to figure out what the, what twist, the twist is, is before it's coming. Sure, but I feel like I don't. I don't think it's. I'm gonna get it. Here we go. <laughs> I'm really focusing uh, on this. Though. After the wedding, everyone gets ready for the reception. Marie and Judy rejoice that their daughter is finally married. Georgette is in despair and grabs George to head for the bar. Okay, ridiculous. But Jenny, no, it's very funny. She gets a little sauced as the show continues. Congratulations. Jenny is happy for her sister, but sad for herself. Rebecca and Brian, now in a private room, are just glad things went ahead. A perfect ending. Ending. Greg, the best man, and Annie, the co-maid of honor, Uh uh interrupt the newlyweds alone time with champagne in hand to celebrate. They drink and toast, and so it's kind of... Like Annie, in visually, it's like Annie is on one side, and then um, Rebecca, yeah. and then Brian, and then Greg. Yeah. As they toast, it is revealed that Greg and Brian are lovers, as well as Annie and Rebecca. What? The That's world? the twist. Okay, didn't see it. I thought Marty was involved. So it's great. It's it's staged so well because you think they're like clinking glasses, and you think that Rebecca and Brian are gonna kiss, and then they just both turn to the they others just pivot? and kiss. Oh, and they stop. just turn and kiss, and like passionate kisses on both sides what? um it's why it's did they marry so, each other listen it's so you get to it but it's so great like the reveal of it where because you have had no idea all the way up to this point you're like she's just nervous there's no indications from like the other two that yeah. actually it's intimated you think maybe greg and annie are sleeping together okay you know what i mean like yeah. there's just no like you you would I, at least for me I would you would just never guess it and so when that reveals happened it's oh <laughs> my god okay great what the world uh, here's the best foreshadowed thing. in the mom's wishes in Georgia correct though, right? correct but, that, like, wish but that's gay. the thing too where you're like well that's it's hilarious because he's not he's like yeah. marrying this girl so Jenny and Albert the uh, wedding planner yeah walk in and catch the two couples in the act uh-oh. uh oh in which there's a very funny line in which Albert does go. Well, I am surprised. I, I was not expecting this. This this is something I did not. I have not seen this before. So there's there's kind of and his delivery of it is like obviously very very funny. Oh, that's amazing. Um, uh, Rebecca tries to explain things to Jenny, but she's interrupted by Judy telling them the reception is about to start. Hmm. At the reception, Greg and Annie perform a garish song to their secret lovers, declaring their undying devotion under the pretense of having written it for the wedding. It's called Love You Till the Day, and it's very funny <sighs> because it is like, it's like, I, here's the thing. You, everybody's just going to look for this bootleg, but it's really funny because it's like almost like rock, like, and they're like, ah, they just start going for it and like climbing over tables and like things like that. Oh, I love it. So it's great. Um, Rebecca tries to talk to Jenny again, but she is interrupted by Judy, who says it's time for the father-daughter dance. Rebecca tries to resist, but Judy says Jenny can use the dance to search for a husband. That finally sets Jenny up. And through the show, Judy just making these little side comments, right? Like, oh, you're you're so pretty today. Well, different than usual. Like, things Uh like that, where, you know, whatever. So that finally sets Jenny off and she storms away. Judy follows her and tries to see what's the matter while still giving her orders about details of the wedding. But Jenny's head has none of it. She decides that she's tired of being pushed around and mocked. She's going to have a quick fling and throw caution to the wind. Jenny's blues. That's another good song. Jenny, you go. Marty comes in and she impulsively kisses him. And it's in a very funny way where he just is like, hey, Jenny. And she's grabs him and like pulls him in nice um 
but Marty follows, uh, let's see, Jenny runs off after she kisses him, but Marty follows her into the bathroom and presses her to explain why she kissed him. She denies it as anything serious, but Marty continues pushing her before letting it slip that he knew Rebecca was gay, and that's why he couldn't call Jenny back. Oh. He didn't trust himself not to tell her after he promised Rebecca he wouldn't. Oh, see, okay, yeah. Marty, here's the thing. I was worried that he sucked. Get ready. And, oh. He says then, Uh-oh. no, 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 it's good. Oh, it's good. Okay, that good. he never loved Rebecca. Say, <gasps> he always loved Jenny. Yeah. He continues, say, he continues saying that if she wants him, he wants to start a romantic relationship or whatever she wants in a song called Whatever. The Aww. two declare their feelings for each other and kiss. So, and this pro- plot points like we've done throughout too is like you can tell they're friends. Like, yeah, they they have little moments where you're like, well, remember when this happened and you can't like, yeah, you can tell they've just been there. Um, okay, yeah, I was like, here's the thing. I was worried when he showed up to stop the wedding. I was like, no, 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 Marty, no one wants you there. Like, don't right. you weren't invited. Don't right. do this. And I was really so, concerned he was a bad well, guy. Well, you kind of find out that he's not asking her to call off the wedding because he's in love with her. Because because he, he knows he knows she and he wants her to be like her authentic self. Yes, exactly. Oh, I love that. Okay, see, yep. Marty, see, Marty, a good guy. Okay, all right, um, I'm on board. Albert comes in and sees them kissing and is like. <laughs> like he's just a very it's your like, face is like sure. he's what just the like, world wait whoa, okay uh it's, it's very very comedic Great. um albert comes in and says rebecca's about to tell judy and murray that she's gay they run off to find her however yeah, what they don't realize dun, 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 is that aunt sheila was also in the bathroom hooking up with the bus boy yeah aunt sheila there and you has go. heard the whole thing Oh, sure she has, obviously, sure. because not only is she flirty, she is nosy. Sure, of course. <laughs> and Sheila. And Sheila. But it's also, again, done very, like this obviously. drunk, she's like very funny too. Um, Brian and George try to talk Rebecca, oh, I think it's Brian and Greg, because George is the dad. So yeah, I think yeah, Brian and Greg, Greg try to talk Rebecca out of revealing her sexuality on the day of the wedding. Jenny and Marty concur, but Rebecca says she's tired of living a lie. She wants to be who she is and wants to be with whom she loves. And she sings a song called A Little Bit Less Than. Here's the thing. One day earlier would have also been a great time well, to have this revelation. Know. But okay. Jenny hugs Rebecca and tells her that she is strong. Judy and Marie... And well, and that's like the dynamic too where like the things they admire about each other mm-hmm. is like Jenny has been out there doing her thing and blah, blah, blah. Love Judy... That. Sure. Judy and Marie come in to tell them the speeches are about to begin. Rebecca tries to get up the nerve to tell them but ultimately chickens out as the rest of the family comes in. Aunt Sheila drunkenly announces that Rebecca is gay, and to the delight of Georgette, Brian also confesses his sexuality. So it's like a big reveal in which she's like tipsy, and they all just are like, me too. You know, it's like that. Here's the thing. Love that. But also, uh, Sheila, it's not your job to out anybody. That's not okay. I don't love that. Well, sure, that's bad. Um, um, again, but comedic effect. Comedic effect, fine, but sure. not a good message. Uh, Judy and Marty are shocked and demand an explanation for why they went through the wedding. Brian and Rebecca explain that they both met in college, and when they found out that each other was gay, they became close friends. As they, along with Annie and Greg, hit 30, they realized they were broke. Brian oh. remembered that he had a trust fund in his name from his grandfather's will. However, the stipulation was that he had to be married to a woman, so he convinced Rebecca to marry him. Oh. Rebecca also reveals that she is pregnant with Brian's child, as during a period of time when she struggled with her sexuality, she and Brian had a drunken fling. Nice, 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 nice. And it is a, it's a, it's like a series of reveals in which <laughs> all the parents are like, what? <laughs> Wait, you're gay? 
you need did it to the, and you're, you're pregnant, pregnant? it's yeah. just very funny um the wedding is a sham great it, well it's sure it's it, like i said it's like it, it's just the the timing of it is like oh, you so just funny. watch them and by now georgette is having like a ball because you know her son is not really getting married to another woman it's like it's all good oh, that's hilarious. um after they get over the shock annie and greg accept it and they all decided to ra- and they oh sorry after they got over the shock yeah annie and greg accepted it and they all decided to raise the child together oh so nice yeah a, Which I think is cute. What a happy time. Uh, to the delight of both Ryan... I'm sorry. To the delight of Rebecca and Brian, both of their parents are accepting of their sexuality. Aww. Judy and Murray are, are overjoyed that they will have a grandchild, and Georgette and George take glee in the fact that Brian's grandfather, a racist homophobe, Uh-oh. would have hated it. So it's actually huh. really sweet where you find out... Because it kind of sets it up to think you think Brian's parents are going to be like racist homophobes. Yeah, because they're super conservative. Because they're super conservative. But in fact are excited and happy for their son and are like, great, we got to stick it to the old grandpa who was a racist homophobe. It was terrible. Sure, which I kind of love. I love that. Um, any old racist homophobic grandpa is sure. okay in my book. Uh, however, the wedding isn't over. Marty proposes to Jenny, saying he has been in love with her his whole life. Oh. Jenny says it's too soon, being that they since they've never even dated. Judy convinces her, saying that they should go for it if she truly loves Marty. She says that love isn't about fairy tales. It takes time and it involves taking risks and having the little moments that make a relationship come together. That is What true. they never tell you. Okay, great. I yep. love that. Love that. Because here's the thing. It's a very musical theater thing to be like, yes, I will marry you after yep. having a conversation with well, you about our feelings. So. Well, they have a moment. But the nice thing is they kind of build this into the story where it's not that because yeah. they established they've been friends since they were little. Right. And just grown up together. So that's kind of cool. Um, Jenny and Marie, oh, sorry, Jenny and Marty both admit they have flaws, but they love each other. So it doesn't matter. Perfect slash whatever reprise. Aww. Jenny says she doesn't have a dress, but Albert has it covered and hurries off to get her ready. Oh, no, they are getting married right now. Sure. Okay. That's what I said. But, okay. <laughs> but, they, but they cover it by being like they've known each other their whole lives. Yeah. So it's not just the thing where they like decided plus it still is musical theater yeah um spurred by the quick uh sure albert has it covered which of course albert's like i can help off we go spurred by this quick wedding brian proposes to greg and rebecca proposes to annie and they all hurry off to make it a triple ceremony cute very musical theater very musical theater uh well Uh, well, also double triple ceremonies something i would never want in my real life because i don't want to share that day it is sure monday the end sorry Lauren's a little selfish. Anyway. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, soprano. Sure. It's, I would like the sure. attention. I'm not sorry about it. Uh, okay. So everybody's going to get married. It's great. They all hurry off. Both sets of parents are now alone together and they reflect over the events of the day with the two mothers putting aside their differences because they are becoming a family in a song called That's Family. And again, huh. it's a very fun song because they are just the four of them left on stage and, yeah. you, and they are all just like shell shocked of like. Well, it's been, a, been a day. <laughs> today has been a day. Like, it's kind of funny. Uh, Jenny emerges in her dress, and Judy says she looks beautiful, so we repair that relationship as well. Nice. I mean, years of therapy will also repair it, not in that moment, but Indeed, it's a yes. nice start. Yes. Marty happily agrees, and the two marry in the fina- in the song called Finale. Sweet. Um, That's sweet. It is, uh, here's, like I said, I it's to me, it really is, like, one of the best like just go if you can like i said if you can find it go go look it up because it's just it's such a fun show mm-hmm. and i like it just is it's uh, it's very heartwarming as well because it takes all these turns it's so funny it's it's a very very funny show 
and uh, you know, nominated for a bunch of stuff. No Tonys or anything, but Critics Choice and yeah. uh, Drama Desk and things like that. Um, Sierra Vargas, like a little bit of a departure, I feel like for her in some ways of like her kind of normal, like she, you know, up until this point she'd played uh, Little Mer- the Little Mermaid, yeah. Christine, like kind of these big things, and this is such like a little intimate show um, that I really really love. The music is great. So they're not songs, they're, you know, I don't think they're in the zeitgeist of, you know, it's not a phantom, all I ask of you or whatever, but they're fun songs. No, but they're really good. The music and the music makes sense Mm -hmm. and is like heartwarming and like all these things. Um, and just, it, it was an amazing cast. Um, this is the part that I also kind of loved on June 26th, 2015, Tyne Daly made a curtain speech honoring the legalization of same-sex marriage in the United States. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yep. Uh, because, I mean, that's not what the show is about necessarily, but kind of, like, it, it just all ties into, like... I mean, it's a very important plot point where, like, if he's got this trust that isn't accessible yep. unless he's married... First of all, unless he's married at all, yeah. then you have to marry a woman at that time. Yep. But because it says specifically married to a woman, yep. that's another... Well, deal. and here's the thing. Uh, well, and, you know, like, of course, the old-timey whatever's but yes. it's uh it's a very sure you guys are definitely still on youtube <laughs> you're like um, on youtube right now there, yeah. very good also it's fun because go go on and look up um sierra bog has posted a bunch of stuff online about it like backstage videos and things like that in which you can just tell this cast is having like the best freaking time man yeah and it's like like i said it's um if if you saw that twist coming honestly good for you but like i definitely did not see that coming and it truly i you know i'm like watch i think i was watching it on my phone or like some nonsense (laughs) and truly i was like (gasps) because it like i said you just have no and they they it's such as this is where like my sadness of it not doing like it being more yeah is they set it up where like i think there's a moment where like annie and greg both come out of a bedroom and so you think like, yeah. oh, they're sleeping together. Like, oh, sure, best man, maid of honor, hooking up. That's a trope. Very, yeah, very, yeah, of course. And all the jitters they ha- and there's such sweet moments between Rebecca and Jenny as well. Um, and like you can tell a real, like potentially a real friendship with Lisa Howard and Sierra Bagas. And like they just they set up all those. And it's if you have a family, it sets up that family dynamic. We all have had those moments when we've had a mom say something where it's not mean, it's not whatever, but you're just like, really? Thanks, mom. That's, yeah. yeah. Where, like, one of the other day, and I love my mom, and she's great, but she was like, sure, you're looking a little tired. <laughs> and oh, I was like, sure. No. I'm, and then followed by, are you okay? Like, yeah. you're exhausted. But I was like, yeah, I am tired. I do look tired. Thank so, you like, know. you know, again, and this this takes it, just like all theater things, it, it, it amplifies it, right? Yeah. Because it has to be bigger because it's on stage. But the even the dynamic between George and Georgette of that, like, tight wasp, like, <laughs> yeah. conservative, you know, like you know we we don't we are very quiet we don't say these things and she always i think has a drink in, one of them always has like a drink in their hand like it's Amazing. just that kind of like upper middle class kind of rich you know whatever and so and like i said everybody else is playing it even you know brian and rebecca it all just seems like regular jitters of like a first day and they do such a good job of also tricking you about marty where you know the yeah. initial jenny phone call to him sets up that they're friends and talking yeah um kind of and then marty's insistence of coming like i said you really do think he's coming to stop the wedding because he's still in love with her yeah and and you and then as things get slowly revealed you're like 
Oh. Cute, cute, cute. Love oh. it, love it, love it. And it's, and, you know, so to me, like I said, it's just, it's all that great stuff. The reveal of her being pregnant, you're like, what? I, aren't that you, came you out of left told, field for you me. You told us yeah. gay. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. So, um. That one surprised me, I think, more than, like, the gay thing. Sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Uh, and like I said, it's just such a cute little show. And, uh, this is one that I would do. 10 times over. Like, that's how yeah. good it is. I would do 10 times over and just still have a great time with it. And, uh, like I said, it is, it makes me laugh because it's, it's also just so funny. The dynamic between the moms and even that awkward dynamic between dads also who are just yeah. like, yes, hello. No, oh, baseball. Like, you know, yeah, like, we don't it's, know each yeah, other. Yeah. Yeah. Where they're just, at, or they have moments too where they're like, wives, am I right? Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's that kind of thing too. And then, like I said, the inclusion of the funny staff and like the Aunt Sheila and Uncle, um, and then Albert, who just truly, like I said, the moment when he, they like walk in, it, it Albert's is, the wedding planner. Yes. Yeah. And there's like, so they're, the two couples are kissing. And then Albert and Jenny walk in and they, the looks on their faces (laughs) as these two like couples are like lovingly embracing and him just being like, well, this is a surprise. Like, you know, him being like, well, I know I sang a whole song about it earlier. About how I know everything. I've never been surprised. This is, this has never happened. So (laughs) it's just, it's such a good show. And I, like I said, I encourage everybody to go take a look if you can find it. And, um, yeah. And Sierra Bogus is, wonderful and like i said a little departure for her um and she has said she had such great fun playing it um because it was and 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 for her too she, it's an important thing where she was like i'm so glad to tell this story yeah where it's a plot point but it's not like the plot i mean it is because that's the twist that's but like twist. Yeah. it's 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 an important story to tell and and yeah. so you know like i said and the music is great and she sounds great in it and they all do they like you know harry harris is like Guys, if you don't know her, look her stuff up and just go down a little like YouTube deep dive because she's a very, very, very funny lady. She is funny. Um, and has such well, that's the thing. Her and Tyne Daly have these great deliveries of their characters, and it's funny because none of it is meant to be funny, right? You know, right, right, so right. they're just delivering it, and that's I mean, that's, that's kind of the magic. Sometimes like of that it. dry, like yes. straight humor is like some of the yep. funniest stuff to me. Yep. I just love it. Well, and just Tyne Daly kind of plays Judy in like a. And this is like a real mom thing, a bewilderment way of like, well, you know, it's the, well, what do you mean be nice? I'm always nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, well, how could you say that to me? And so that's kind of fun too. Um, and it's just a good, di- you know, listen, cast chemistry in shows like this where it's only where it's like 10-ish people yeah, it's is so important. And, you know, like I said, I think they do it all really well. So that's my encouragement to you uh, to go see it and uh, – you know, Love just it. just watch it, and if it, it comes to a college or it's uh, not touring, but you know, if it comes to a college or a local place, go see it because it's it's really great. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's see on um, on a scale of Albert gasps, <laughs> zero gasps being not not good, yeah. and five gasps being the best. <laughs> uh, what would you give it? How many gasps? Um. Oh, well, having not heard any of the music, sure. This, I mean, yeah, that's, that's what thing. I need to do. Go uh, pull up the soundtrack; it's on Spotify. Yeah. Uh, go listen to it. Yeah, I would. I'm interested to hear it, especially. I mean, I love Sierra's voice, so like, yeah, man. I mean, I I would go four and a half gasps. I don't know four if, and a half. Ga- great, I love just it. because I don't, you know, take a half gasp because I don't. I don't no, know. What? You sure. know, I don't know. Uh, I give it a five. I give yeah. five full gasps. 
Um, I'm sure gasps is a hard word to say. It sure is. Uh, Thanks sure. for picking that one. You're welcome. Um, no, it. like I said, obviously, if you couldn't tell I liked it after this little deep dive, then what are you doing? Are you? What's happening? Do you understand? Do you, sure. Are you reading a transcription? I don't know. Maybe. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, I give it a, the full five, and like I said, it's just a fun a fun little show. Yeah, very cute. Uh, all right. I think, I think we did it. Uh, I'm going to say... Uh, exit stage left, followed by a drunken Aunt Sheila.